0: There'd be plenty of newspapers with plenty of different people controlling them, so that there's a variety of viewpoints, but so there's a choice for the public. Uh, no, no, not, not in, not, in, not in a crime. crime. Yeah, no, we're not no, no, And you shouldn't be trying to turn this into a subsequent media circus. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good
1: Hello and welcome to Opheads, the podcast that deconstructs the ways in which we as individuals accept, approach, consume, and process news media, and exploring where our opinions and perspectives actually come from. We are Rachel Morrow, filmmaker, producer, and writer. But I did used to live in New York, but obviously because of the virus, I have returned to Australia.
2: You left the you left the big the big city lights and replaced them with even even bigger city lights.
0: A bustling metropolis of Hobart, Tasmania.
2: Yes, it's the thrilling. Throbbing. Robbing heart of culture.
0: And I'm uh, I'm Zeb, uh, musician, ufologist, and student. you're like
2: a, a is like a Discord um trawler. Is that a, is that accurate? Uh, no, I wouldn't no. say. <laughs> <No. so>. does, <laughs> it have, does it have like scary connotations to it?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know, maybe, but it's just it's not really the case. I'm involved in one. So Zeb, watching may server. or may not
2: be a Discord trawler <laughs> you stalker. You may, or may ghost. not find me on
0: um, stalker. Oh, Ghost
2: in in the
1: Shell. Yeah, Yeah, okay.
2: And? Uh, Coward Huntington. I'm an author and an illustrator based out of Berlin, Germany.
1: And we're just three regular pals trying to analyze our places within the age of digital news media.
2: Three very, very regular pals. How connected do you guys feel to media?
1: I feel pretty connected, not as connected as I would like to be, because I kind of only go to my regular, like, day to day sources. So I'm definitely wanting wanting to expand on that.
0: Yeah, I don't. I think that I'm kind of at a point of uh, I don't really read too many news outlets that often anymore. I think I get most of it, what I read from Twitter.
2: Is that is that like a, a political choice, or is that just like a like you just can't fucking do it anymore?
0: I, I think that, like, I spent a long time trying to figure out how to work Twitter, and I kind of found enough, within the things that I'm interested in, I found enough, like, people that are reporting, I guess, like, raw information that is, yeah, like, right, uh, right, you can get it a bit but more first hand.
2: So it's not, nothing to do with, like, oh, I don't trust the news. It's just like uh, yeah, no, there's the a little bit of that, that, for
0: sure. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't think I, like... Uh, I like my, my parents, my family, which is like, absolutely, there's no issue with it, but they just weren't a very like news focused family. I don't even know. I think, I guess my parents read like newspapers, but I don't think my parents don't talk. Like I have, I know some people where they're like, oh, we all sat around last night and we had dinner and we were talking about conflict in, in, uh, you know, in Syria. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The only thing they ever talk about is like, you know, I don't, I don't even know. I can't think of one like, current event that's ever been discussed, like, around the dinner table. We just watch the news and they occasionally will interject and be like, oh, he's a shocker, that Tony Abbott. Oh, he's a shocker. (laughs) And he is.
1: That's very different. I think my parents – because, like, our family just constantly argues about everything. So the dinner table is where we bring up these kinds of concepts because either one person has heard something and then we bring it to the table as, like, oh, this is what I've learned. But then it always causes an argument because either my parents are like, well – we didn't hear that, and that's not what we heard. So it's wrong. And then we yeah,
2: for sure, for sure,
1: fight it out till the death. Not,
2: really, I, but. I don't even think there was like in my mind there was any other news apart from ABC News until I was like fourteen. <laughs> it's <was just> like <laughs> yeah, ABC yeah. News. That's the news you watch it and you get it. And Zeb, Zeb, I feel like you're you're a a- ABC man. No, what <laughs> were your parents <laughs> watching? when You were a kid.
0: Uh, when I was a kid, I don't know. It was mostly. Yeah, I guess the ABC and the Age.
2: Well, I think I, I think it's like um, remember someone telling me like when I was like a teenager, they were like, "the only uh, the only um, objective source of news is, of course, Al Jazeera," and I was like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> And then 10 years later, I was in a taxi, talking to the taxi driver. I was going, everything's fucked in the world, bro. Yeah, everything, everything's fucked up, man. He's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going, the only, the only source of news, bro, the only source of news you should ever trust is Al Jazeera News. It's the only source of news I read. He's going, exactly, man, exactly, man. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I started to come down and I just started going like, oh. And I went, oh, dude, I, I, I don't even really know what Al Jazeera is. And he goes, yeah, dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> That, to me, is the um, issue God. with news sources. Uh, so if this is part one of the episode. So kind of for purposes of um, of the experiment, we've purposely not done much research about uh, what we're talking about. So this is kind of our, our current opinion and knowledge of the issue. Uh, and then we're going to go away. We're going to learn more. So if we get something wrong, that's uh, that's probably what What are we doing today?
0: We're doing ICP tonight, today. I'm
2: very curious about the Juggalos because, I mean, well, maybe we should just go around and discuss, like, how much like a i guess it's your topic zeb so maybe rachel how much do you know about the juggalo's and icp and the whole yeah. thing
1: well i know absolutely nothing i know Perfect. that zeb i think probably explained it to me a few a few years ago yeah yeah, um, yeah. but i probably just wasn't paying attention and, yeah sure. <laughs> um, so right now i don't know anything at all it sounds very creepy like when i first heard it what came to mind was i thought it was like a band like i thought it was a band that did yeah some... they are
0: oh they're, it's a band. Clamp, we'll yeah, yeah. they're a band and then the juggalos are the other fan base of that band well oh.
2: they've transcended but they've transcended the the icp no
0: yeah but i think that as far as i can tell icp is still kind of the you know like the the godhead of yeah okay of, of sure, the sure juggalos like there's they're still the kind of main authority. Right. Right. So,
2: Rachel, if if I was to go, woo-woo, woo-woo, that would mean absolutely (laughs) nothing to you? I do not know what that means. I have no idea. Perfect. So maybe, Zeb, do you want to give, like, a a sort of, like, very brief, like, for the the people who maybe don't know a single thing about it as well, like, maybe give just a brief, brief rundown on, like, what is ICP? What are the juggalos?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not necessarily... Super familiar with them. I like most of my kind of uh juggalo ICP understanding comes from like a high school kind of mocking like Yeah, uh, right. You know. But I, I, think I think that like I never I didn't know that much about them until I, I, I watched um I knew about ICP because of the magnets memes and all of that kind of stuff in high school. Which is then... an
2: insane clown posse for the for the yeah, yeah, people who don't Aussie. know.
1: Yeah, magnets. But, but what what do you mean magnets? I never it's heard just of a, these it's magnets.
0: A, it's a it's a, it's the it's a lyric in that song. Um, I think it's called Mysteries or something like that. And it's got a line in it where it's to, where they're just listing a whole bunch of things that they don't understand that uh, are mysteries of the universe. And one of them is uh like uh fucking magnets. How do they work? <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> it's not a bad <laughs> question though. <laughs> <laughs> how do they yeah, work? Maybe onto know? something. Something uh, about the yeah, poles no. <laughs> but, yeah, but they're kind of like, uh, like a, a hard... They're like a hardcore rap, like... Sort yeah, well, they're, the, they're trash like, a, like a real kind of... Duo. Yeah, like
0: white trashy... I mean, it's probably not fair to say, but like... Yeah, you know, like a ah, kind uh, of southern country white <laughs> trash sort of uh, horrorcore uh, rap group. I've know, actually like, never uh, listened to
2: their music once, but I imagine it's something like Limp Bizkit, except there's two of them and they dress like clowns.
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's... it's, it's a it's not got the new metal thing of Limp Bizkit. It's it's a bit more straight rap, but like oh, really? I don't think it's very good. I don't you know, I don't know. Like I'm not an avid fucking ICP listener.
2: Come on, Zeb, you can admit it. If there's ever a time to admit it it will be now.
1: Yeah, come on. You oh, went okay.
2: through a phase. <laughs> no,
0: I know that I know that actually Fred Durst tried to dropkick um one of the dudes from I C P on stage oh, a couple of years ago. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah, that's kind of there's a thing with that because I think I actually don't know if I've ever heard the music, but I imagine it's it I think that they're sort of they're kind of like their whole deal is that they're kind of like a bit gross out like they're kind of like rap about blow jobs and like and uh, I know that there's because there was a I had never heard of them I just knew that there was some I think there was like a wrestling game that was like uh, people used to play on PlayStation that was like yeah um insane clown posse backyard wrestling and I was like who the hell's that and they're like the sickest rap crew of all time it was like my friend's cousin and I and then. There was the vice documentary, I think it was vice. if it wasn't vice it's it was it may as well have been vice, but there was one that went around when I was in about year ten when I was like fifteen
0: the um, the family is it that one about the gathering? yeah,
2: yeah, is it a vice thing, or maybe it's not no,
0: nah, no, nah, that wasn't a vice thing. that was just by some some dude, but yeah, that was kind of how I got sympathetic towards them. That was like when I kind of realized that the community is not as vile as as uh Maybe the music would make you think.
2: Okay, well, this is interesting because I mean, I, the the as I remember the documentary, uh, it's kind of like this this maybe sixteen to seventeen minute rundown of like the like the following. So the there's the there's the rap group, but they have this insane like cult following with a capital C, like they're they're really like loyal fans who like are kind of this subgenre of like. I mean to be like I don't know if it's the appropriate way of labeling them, but they're they're kind of like mostly mostly hicks with some outliers, and they and they all like to get together in America and they drink the, this one cola brand that like uh the insane yeah I think ICP owns the,
0: owns Faygo.
2: yeah yeah so and they spray it in the air and they have certain like things they do I think they one of their their callers woo or something it's like is it <laughs> woo <woo-woo? laughs> Whoop whoop whoop! Yeah, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it I know, they're terrible. <laughs> they're in—I don't know if they're in Berlin. I've never seen a it's, I've never seen a juggalo in. I Berlin. think they're worldwide. I think you'd be able sure. to find them
0: anywhere. Like I think because it, th- so the thing is that like ICP kind of spawned a genre kind of, that was like yeah born out of their sound, which was yeah yeah them doing like a horrorcore thing, turning a really sort of hickish. And, yeah, right. it, you know, like, it, it, it. I think, I don't know about if that's still the case, but I know that when they started out, it was quite violent. Like, there was a lot of pretty nasty, you know, like, rape references and uh, chopping yeah, up right, women, right. all that kind of yeah, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. And I know that a lot of the music within the kind of, um, the, the juggalo scene still, uh... That's still like a pretty major inspiration, but I don't know yeah. if ICP I'm still indulge in all of that much of it's, that anymore. It's,
2: it's kind of it's all about like you know like I like a lot of like take off your bra like you know <laughs> we're rolling around the mud and then there's like one guy's got a monster truck and and you know like we're all we're all chugging beer and and like a lot of like um just like living living a very excess driven life is kind of a part. It's like oh, it's freedom, it's juggalos, and like um. Which kind of, I guess, like, does this paint any image at all uh, that makes sense to you, Rachel?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm putting putting it together for sure. It sounds very um, interesting, for lack of a better word. But I don't understand. Like, I guess we're going to get into this with our research. But, yeah, I just don't understand how this became a phenomenon. Because it just sounds like a little
2: weird yeah, a little (laughs) out there yeah i think there's also there's a lot of people that kind of like family aspect to it and maybe the documentary took the angle at least of like there's a lot of people in this country that don't find much connection uh to anyone and when when i started coming here i i you know met my wife here and you know we're we're lawyers back at home you know we're not all yeah well yeah it's a very like it's a
0: it's a like quite a beautifully inclusive sort of world and as far as i don't know i don't know if it's like a little bit of juggalo propaganda but it doesn't seem as though there's a whole lot of discrimination based on on race or or gender or like orientation anything like that they're pretty open to everything which is funny because that's kind of at odds with the way that i think a lot of their music presents itself not necessarily icps but like that that whole world
2: Yeah, right. Like, I'm a bit confused with the Juggalos because, like, I guess, so your sort of, sort of, like, angle on the whole thing, Zeb, is, like, what, what, where where do their politics, like, meet the road? Like, what is the reality of, like, what they actually, like, where does their Juggalo um, ethos actually point to or something?
0: Yeah, well, I think, like, one of the things that I find really interesting about it is that ICP have kind of come out more recently, I'm pretty sure, as, like, supporters of the BLM movement, and they're quite really? anti-Trump, and they are, they are, like, I think they're quite progressive people, and hmm. I think that, yeah, what's interesting about them is that, you know, like, they hold a lot of power to this, like, pretty massive network of people that, I think that if they weren't, uh, you know, like, involved in, in the Juggalo thing, the Hatchet family, then they their politics might be pretty awful. But then, yeah, you've yeah. got ICP, who are actually, yeah, pretty switched on.
2: Okay, right. Because right. I kind of, I was thinking, like, yesterday, I was like, I mean, like, maybe Rachel, like, you know, disregarding what Zeb just said, if you had to guess from just the sounds yeah, like of looking, these people, like, where the, would they... The photos.
1: Yeah, no, I would not think that at all. I would definitely think, yeah, kind of right wing leaning, possibly white supremacy. <laughs> like, I know that's a very big judgement, but, um, yeah, just from that vibe for sure.
2: It's hard with, like, kind of, like, uh, and I'm going to call them, I'm going to say generally, not to say that they're freaks, but their they're aesthetic and their their vibe is definitely, like, we're freaks, mm. you know, like, that's kind of what they're doing a lot of the time. I, I, did, I would guess that a majority of them are kind of, like, I don't care about politics, I don't vote, I don't give a shit, like, I just, you know, whatever, like, I just party and, and fuck off, like, and, um, you know, those are the kind of people that can really you know get you know sometimes they get pushed towards something like Trump so I wasn't sure but it it kind of does surprise me that like ICP takes such a like firm political stance on just about anything cuz I thought they were sort of party time clowns I didn't realize they were political clowns
0: Yeah Yeah well I think they've they've like done a, a like a an admirable job of uh, accepting the responsibility of having an audience as massive and devoted as as theirs something that I think would be like Part of what would be interesting to discuss uh, with this episode. The Juggalos were listed as a gang by the FBI. Like, they were put on watch lists and stuff like that. And so, you know, up there with the, you know, like, various gangs of America. But then, then, yeah, no, clearly, like, you look at them now, and I I wouldn't say that they're a gang at all. They are just, like, a big community of people. And I think that, like, you know, when we talk about, like, community and politics, you kind of... um, it's like if you're in a big community where, of people that may be conservative or whatever, but when then they, when they end up like, uh, in a big group of people that has a great deal of diversity because, like, the only thing that's bringing you together is, is music, mm. then I think that your politics, maybe not like consciously, but you are sort of active in your politics because, or like, you're, or you're more likely to be open to, you know, uh, more progressive ideas because, Mm -hmm. they make up the, like, uh, you know, a part of your group.
2: Do you think, uh, like, Rachel, being a former New York resident, could you imagine, like, looking at the Juggalos now that you've ever seen Juggalos roaming around New York? They don't feel very Um, New York to (laughs) me.
1: No, definitely not. I don't think so. I've seen, like... Like people with face paint like that, but I don't yeah. think it was a juggalo situation. I think it was like probably close to Halloween or, or just people dressing up for some reason.
2: I'd Be really interested as a little side note to delve into, like why clowns? Like what's the clown thing? I know, like, is it just, is I they're don't kind of creepy it. or like yeah.
1: I think it yeah, it must be. Maybe they just like to pray because so many people have a fear or phobia of clowns. So yeah, maybe it's yeah. that like you know. They just want to freak out at as many people as they can. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I never got the craze. I never
1: understood it. It makes no sense.
2: Unless that's a, thats exactly what a clown would say. A secret <laughs> clown.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's true. Maybe <laughs> I do this at night when nobody's watching. <laughs> That'd,
2: be That'd be weird because, <laughs> in, like, in just the back streets of Hobart during like quarantine. <laughs> just <I know>. like, <laughs> just <laughs> you standing <laughs> in the dark by a bush, dressed like a clown. Just going kind of like, <laughs> if anyone ridiculous. sees me, they'll be very scared. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, to get back at all the people who scare me constantly on a daily basis, it's me getting back at the world.
2: So, was there one thing in particular, Zeb, that uh, that like reinvigorated your like interest in ICP, or was it just the, was it a BLM thing? You said,
0: yeah, yeah, mostly. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's been it's been an ongoing fascination since I was young. Oh well, mm. since I was you know in high school. But then yeah seeing their um uh their political activity in the last in the last like little while has been yeah pretty interesting, and also just i think you know i, I guess the strange parallels you could draw between um uh you know like a, a group of people being unfairly demonized in the media and uh and you know where else that kind of happens,
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I guess it's kind of like so. We're going to go off with like a couple of different on a couple of different paths without communicating with each other and sort of just see maybe i I'd like to sort of make my research I find something like uh something on the political side of things and like what is the kind of documentation about like their politics like i c p or Juggalos or both
1: yeah, well, I guess because I just don't really know anything at all <laughs> um I would like to just do some research to figure out. Kind of where they came from, yeah. what this whole concept is, and mm-hmm. yeah, get a better understanding of what you guys are talking about because I've been at a bit of a loss, so <laughs> like to get some more info. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Zeb, you're to
2: gonna uh, you're gonna kind of lean on into this criminal thing because I've never heard this. Is this like a broad knowledge, or is this just broad knowledge in the world of uh, Zeb Rogerson?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think that like uh, generally. If the jugglers are being reported on, it might be mentioned. I know that I've I've watched a couple of interviews with uh with ICP and they've mentioned it. So I guess that's how I know about it. I don't know if I don't know if the ICP have ever gotten in any trouble for it. I think it's more like like street gangs of, of jugglers roaming around, you know, committing crimes rather than any sort of like criminal activity town in Missouri or whatever. Top. Yeah, yeah. They just
1: want to know like what made them so interesting for people to then just kind of like follow them? It's like like yeah. almost like a cult kind of thing. So I want to know what, why, what's going yeah, on
2: there? Yeah, yeah, Is it a cult or is it is it just some you know? Is it a family? You know, and what yeah. what's the difference <laughs> and does it? Well, yeah. yeah. What's the difference <laughs> exactly? I hope that the next time we speak, I'm, I want to hear a lot more of. Family, woo, woo, family, woo, 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 family. Yeah, okay, all right, guys. I'll do my best. <laughs> and I hope that that just goes on from now. What have you turned into a juggler yourself? That'd oh my goodness! Fantastic. The unlikely juggler. <laughs> Therein
0: lies. Yeah, the catalyst of the whole episode is I'm just trying to come out.
1: I'm just trying to tell you guys. <laughs> just listen to me.
2: So that's Zeb's project. At the end, he's just going to come in, and I'm not going to be able to see him. But I'm just going to have to go off Rachel's. Oh God. <laughs> you do the yeah. Full, the full oh gear. no. The shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Hatchet family tattoo. Hatchet man tattoo. No, I get think get the face paint. If this happens in the Cornrows.
1: <laughs> Go and Cornrows, build exactly. Yeah, Zeb.
2: yeah. well, I mean, life. at least at least you'll end up in prison. Probably. I can only imagine. in Tasmania. You won't get very far dressed like that before. Mm, come on, Mike, Come on. I don't know, man. It's so pretty. Get in
0: the car, People are pretty it's down not for whatever.
2: Freaky people aren't that freaky. Yeah. Well, that's that's what we're saying. But we're but you know we're we're little. We're little so. trendy Victorians, aren't we? This is the thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a like little dirty trendy mainlanders. Trendy millennial. Uh, I've been
0: mistaken for a for a Tasmanian a couple times now, and it's always a pretty fucking huge compliment. It's that's <laughs> the Rachel has not been mistaken for a Tasmanian. <laughs> <laughs> oh shush! It's,
1: that's not my fault.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've ever been mistaken for a Berliner, and I don't think I've ever like
1: I've been mis been mistaken by for too many things. Too many yeah, well, misjudgments.
2: It's all well. Um, it's all well and good for for me and Zeb, but it, yeah, it's not. It's not a shitty thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 all right, cool. Well, I'll see you in. Uh, I'll see you in a week. Yeah, yeah. chat to you soon.
1: Hallo, yeah. liebe Zuhörer. Hello, dear listeners. Over the week, Zeb read. The PDF document of the 2014 Court Appeal to Reverse the FBI's Designation, the FBI's National Gang Threat Assessment Documents and a Reuters article by Alison Frankel. Tom listened to the podcast The Age of Transitions, episode 263. Watched interviews with the Insane Clown Posse with Jim Jeffries and No Jumper and read a Guardian article by Louis Patterson, a Vox article by Dylan Matthews, a Metro Times article by Lee Devito, a Heart Noise article by Ryan Denley, and a Vice article by Mitchell Sunderland. While Rachel utilized the Insane Clown Posse Wikipedia and website.
2: For the full list and links to the sources, head to cowardspace.com/opheads. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good evening.
0: Well, good evening. Yeah,
2: evening. Good morning, good evening. How was uh how was your week of research?
0: Good. I mean, yeah, pretty easy. I feel like I got most of it done pretty fast and have learnt a lot.
1: Yes, okay, cool. likewise. I know a lot about these ICPs now and the juggalos.
2: The juggalos, the juggalettes, Yeah, It's
1: a the, lot of a uh, lot of information. The
2: ninjas. The yeah, ninjas I feel like The ninjas is a thing I didn't I kept hear that kept cropping up. I don't know what this is either. Oh. The thing is with the with the I, f- I sort of found, like, when I was researching things, like, I'd sort of find everything I needed when I least expected it. But there's a lot of, like, there's just so much written about him and it's so confusing. But then I found, like, the closer I got to just listening to ICP directly or Juggalos directly, the more I was like, ah, I'm having these moments of clarity of what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. I, don't, I, I, I listened to most of, um oh, fuck, what was it called? the great The Great Malenko. And I actually kind of got into it. There was a couple of tracks in there that were pretty fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mm. listened to um, the f- the first album. Like, uh, I think it was the first proper album. But like uh, the Crazy Carnival or something. like Yeah, that the one. Dark yeah, exactly. Carnival. The Dark on Carnival on a
1: Carnival of Carnage. The
2: Carnival of Carnage. I think I'm pretty sure. That's yeah. it.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> I wrote a lot because there, there just there's a lot about them. So ICP, also known as Insane Clown Posse, uh, are a hardcore hip hop horrorcore duo. <laughs> That originated in Detroit in 1989. So they're made up of two guys. One guy is named Violent J, but also known as Joseph Bruce. And the other guy is Shaggy 2 Dope. So two with a number two. Um, And his name is Joseph Utsler. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, So basically, like, they rap and sing about their kind of experiences with life, growing up in Detroit, in poverty, and kind of the struggles that they had living Um, But then because there was like a lot of other people around at that time singing about similar stuff, they decided to kind of stylistically veer towards like more supernatural horror-themed lyrics to set them apart. And so that's kind of how like they then veered into their name, Insane Clown Posse, which actually came from Bruce, who uh, uh, Violent J. He... Actually, had a dream about a clown running around, um, and that's how they figured out the new name of Insane Clown Posse instead of their old names, Inner City Posse and JJ Boys.
2: I I heard a story about their backyard wrestling and them like dragging, uh, like train, uh, wood. What is it like the train beds like to their house to like uh, bang it into the ground to like make a backyard wrestling ring. And it kind of feels like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just there were much more like. They have a lot more personality than I thought. Maybe they'd be a little more corporate or something. Yeah,
0: no, I, I really like their, their roots. I mean, I feel like I've come to appreciate how much more, like, authentic they are to kind of what jugglers are as a whole. Uh, definitely a reflection of ICP themselves. Yeah, for sure. Mm,
1: yeah, you can see that, definitely. And they seem just really fun, and I feel like they have this whole kind of DIY vibe to them. Yeah, which yeah. Which kind of makes them a little bit more appealing you know yeah for sure the the majority of their like albums follow these two series they split them up into like joker card decks of like one and two and so they have this like whole dark carnival mythology which is based around like a place where you have all of the evil souls that are going to be going to Ah. hell and so all of their albums are like kind of surrounding those concepts and i think that's kind of like why they dress up as the clowns and yeah,
0: because I remember I, I, when we were listening to the Great Malenko today. I remember them saying something about like the fifth Joker card. This is yeah. I keep seeing
2: this like popping that. up every really, like uh, whenever I troll the Reddit pages or whatever. It was like, oh yeah, the Joker card this year. Go, what the fuck are you talking about? What the hell does that mean?
1: I know. I didn't. I also found it really hard to figure that out because I like researched it, but I couldn't find any definite I think it's a information. Thing.
0: I think you've you got to follow, follow it. I think you've got to like listen to all of those records. This is how. Uh, this is yeah, part yeah,
2: the of the. Choices. This is how they draw you in. I also... Th- yeah, it's indoctrination. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I th- I also, like, they sort of... They seem to, like, repeat... They definitely, by the time... The interviews I listen to are much, like, you know, more recent, and they have, like, a very, like, uh, cemented narrative, and they kind of say the same things in every interview. But I did notice a lot of the time they talk about, like... There were two rappers in Detroit, there was Eshawn and there was uh Kid Rock and like E Sean would come out in a coffin uh, and be all into Satan and Kid Rock like rode around a tractor with the straw hat on. Yeah, being
0: as country yeah. as he could be.
2: Yeah, so like how it's like Detroit rap was all about having a gimmick and like that's why they chose the clown thing or, or that's part of why the clown thing like they responded to it or something like that Detroit yeah. was just weirder.
1: Yeah, because they wanted to, like, they had the idea that, like, LA was, like, the gangster rap scene and then Detroit was, like, the weird rap scene.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, right, okay. Yeah, so they, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they
1: kind of just, like, went with that. But they, like, yeah, they had, like, a lot of people – kind of collaborate with them which is like really weird and they also had this is something that i found really funny but they had like a really big beef with eminem starting in like 1999 before eminem got huge and it was because he just was like having a show or something and he was handing flyers out to people and it said like eminem featuring some other people i don't know who they were and um icp maybe in brackets and like he handed um Mm. the bruce guy what's his name Violin J. He handed him a flyer (laughs) and he...
0: I keep calling him Bruce. Violent J Jay. Violent Jay and Shaggy Two Dope.
1: I'm calling I'm you really, by I'm their really names. Not.
2: I just want you to say Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope as much as possible because it's okay. Shaggy Too Dope,
1: <laughs> Violent J. Okay, sorry. All right, fine. Violent J got really angry because Eminem handed him a flyer and he's like, "Wait, we didn't say we were going to appear at this show." And oh,
0: Eminem's really? like,
1: "Yeah, I know. This is me asking you." And then Violent J was like, "Well, no, fuck off. We're yeah, not going to." it turned into
0: a beef. That's really. Yeah,
1: funny. and it turned into a beef. Yeah. And then they would, like, at performances, they'd, like, diss each other and, like, in some of their songs, they, like, reference each other and they're being mean to each other. But then in 2005, (laughs) they resolved the beef and now they're happy.
0: (laughs) But I thought that was really funny. I was like, there's a... A
2: surprising amount of their autobiography involves, like, stories around, like... Going a quick copy and getting flyers and handing them out to school children. But yeah, we used to hustle, man. You know what I'm saying? We used to stand outside uh, schools and like, f- shove it down into into children's backpacks, all our flyers, man. So I was like, whoa. Jesus. <laughs> legit I mean, it,
0: it all yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Fan base. It's, it's, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for
2: sure. No, no, they were definitely like, they're very good, you know, marketers. And I think that's clear from like, what I'm sure Rachel will get into later with all the record. Stuff before they went fully independent is like that they they knew how to market themselves better than anyone else did. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. they did. They did a really good job though. I think because they also knew like who to talk to and like they had like their producer Mike. Someone um was like with them for years and years, and like they kind of he was like the third, I guess, clown, insane <laughs> <Pussy>. clown. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, they like they all worked really well together. They were like a really good team, and I think it was more just kind of. Them knowing, yeah, eventually, I think when they started getting a really big fan base with the Jugglers, that's then their whole kind of, I don't know, vibe changed a little bit. Like, I feel like they were kind of catering to their fans and to their audience and knowing what was going to sell and, like, who.
2: Yeah, yeah. And also just being very, they seem to be very, very, like, aware of just who they are in general. Like, they've got no... Um, they've got no qualms about where they came from or what they are. They're just like, yeah, we're, we're this, this is what we are. And like, yeah, yeah I, I don't know, but then maybe it's also propaganda, but that's, that's the vibe that no, seems yeah. to be genuine. Like, I
1: think they did. Cause like they, um, in a lot of interviews that I was like reading, they were saying how much they embraced their kind of roots and like they were like, yeah, we got bullied for it. Like we got a lot of shit growing up because like they weren't necessarily in the higher socioeconomic groups. And so they're like, yeah, well, fuck it. Like, let's embrace this. Like, you shouldn't be ashamed of where you're from and, like, all of the experiences that you've had, which was nice. It was nice to see Yeah, for sure. They were really into wrestling, like, as you were saying before, Tom, but they, like, actually competed in competitions. They competed in the Extreme Wrestling Championship in 1997.
0: That would have been if they were kind of big, though, sure.
1: Yeah, this was, oh, well, they didn't get.
0: Is the Extreme Wrestling Wrestling Championship, Championship? that's ECW, isn't it? Yeah. Is
2: it? ECW, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know, Maybe.
1: Oh, yeah, I might have just written it? the other way around. But- I
2: think ECW is e- uh, Extreme Champion Wrestling. Yeah, I think that's the one. So it couldn't be Zip. I think it stands for equally creating waves. Yes,
1: <laughs> waves of music. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then they I, eventually with all of their wrestling experiences and all the friends they made in wrestling they decided to create a their own wrestling competition called the juggalo championship wrestling which then is H-G-W. referred to as the championship wrestling but they call it championship cuz it's funny
2: very clever that's very very clever (laughs) very good play if if i'm right i remember them saying something that like they had like they were they wanted to be wrestlers first and that was their big dream and then eventually rap made more sense but they used to have these wrestling championships in their backyard when they were like kids and they'd pretend like they'd have these sort of people from down the street with masks on and they'd be like oh, yeah, this motherfucker, he's all the way from Switzerland. He's called the Swiss chef. And, like, all the kids in the neighborhood kind of ate it up and were like, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we love it.
2: Yeah. And then they did WWE, like, later on or whatever, but I think that was way later. I think they were, like, already mm. established. But, like, yeah, it makes like it, make, it makes so much sense that, WWE. like, wrestling seems to be sort of wrapped up into their whole personalities. And you can kind of see the from the way that they promote themselves, it's very, like... Yeah, it shows the, the,
0: the theatrics, theatrics of, of wrestling for sure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm, true.
1: I never think of the theatrics of wrestling. For so That's long I thought it was yeah. real. <laughs> I thought they actually just hurt each other. I didn't realize it was choreographed.
0: They do hurt each other though.
1: I know, but I didn't know that it was like a dance. But there was thing.
2: like at all, yeah. yeah. You know. But did you watch – you? I think like when I watched WWE a lot when I was a kid, it kind of eventually you got to this point even when you really wanted to where you're like – this isn't real because there's bits where, like, uh, like you know, someone's hallucinating in the ring that, like, there's bats attacking them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, their whole thing is they're crazy. But then you're seeing it through their POV. And so how can that be real? <laughs> you're eight years old and you're like, no, it's still real. No, no. Well,
1: I never obviously watched wrestling, so Obvious.
2: this oh, makes oh, a God.
1: lot of sense. Clearly.
2: It's never too late. Never too late. Nah,
1: I'm okay. Okay, so, well, the term juggler comes from... Well, ICP were, like, doing a performance back in the day and they were singing the song The Juggler. And then because um, they were, like, you know, performing, uh, Violent J addressed the audience as jugglers and then everyone just went crazy. And so they were like, all right, well, let's start using this word to refer to our fans. Yeah, I was
0: listening to The Juggler today and I was like, surely this is where it was born.
1: Yeah, and it was. There you go.
2: I heard at one point, like, uh, that one of them said something was like, no, oh, that never happened, man. That never happened, man. But, I mean, you know, whatever. It's a better story. It's probably true as well. But there was one point where he said that and I was like, oh, well, that's what everyone says. That's all I can find everyone says. What's wrong with that?
0: Like, why would, you, why would it not go that, like that? I
2: don't know.
1: I know. It's a nice story. It shows the connection between fans and ICP, you know? A juggalo is someone who, like, drinks and sprays the soft drink Faygo. Which is like a fruity punch, strawberry <laughs> grape flavored soft drink.
2: <laughs> I I was actually curious as to what it would taste like. I thought it would be like Mountain Dew.
1: No, yeah, no.
0: I, I, I imagine it being a bit like La Ice or, or um, you know, like oh, one wow. of those sort of budget, budget supermarket
2: che- cheaper problems. ones. Yeah, yeah. The, the ones or like that makes Fanta. you have a lot of bile after or something.
0: Do they Do they own Fago? I don't think
1: so.
2: I, I didn't say anything about that. I just know oh. it's a Detroit thing. Yeah, ah, okay. it's huge in Detroit. Right, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so they also – jugglers also listen to a lot of horrorcore and other types of underground rap music. <laughs> yeah. uh, they wear a lot of face paint, generally an evil clown or corpse paint. They wear hatchet gear. Now, I forgot to research what hatchet gear
0: is. but I think hatchet gear is just like – anything with the with hatchet, the hatchet man. man on it.
1: Oh, see, I was thinking like a hatchet as in like a tool –
0: yeah, hatched like an axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's oh. holding it's the, the it's little the hatchet. Chasing, he's running around. You would have seen it. It's the guy. It's the little. Mm, yes, yes, the, yes. It's the logo for their record label. Yes, record.
1: that's yes. Psychopathic. Oh yeah. I Did you
2: to did you, Rachel? In, uh, what the what the sources you're working from? Did, were any of them involve like watching footage of like the gathering and? Oh, and we the watched it, yeah, we did, Juggler, yeah. That, uh, the
0: Yeah, we Yeah, the docker we were talking about last time.
2: Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't watch I didn't rewatch that. Oh, you but should I, as have. I so it was, good. Woop, woop. it was really fun, yeah. So much It fun. was very It's, it's definitely well, not cute, but
1: endearing, yes. That's cute. It was cute. Okay. All right. Um. So they also have the Hatchet Man logo, like, on a lot of personal objects uh, and even, like, Warner's jewellery and stuff. They also, like, style their hair in the spider leg style, like the Twisted members.
0: Twisted. Azul.
1: Twisted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> twists. <laughs> like
0: the twizzers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Johnny the Johnny Twizz Men.
1: Yeah, those ones. Um they also do this gesture thing which uh, I'm just going to like read oh, exactly. Oh, did did how anyone
2: I... else mistake that for like the white power yeah,
0: symbol? Like the, so did the I. modern one cuz the a uh, yeah, little the little fucking okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because
2: yeah. the whole yeah. time doing like the, the more political research, I was like, "Is this? Is this? Uh, is this dog whistling? Are they dog <laughs> whistling?" <laughs> yeah. I think they're no, I doing think that, that.
0: Well, predates the uh, the white power. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. The prevalence of the white power thing.
1: It's just lots of W's and a C, from what I can gather. Which I don't yeah, really right, know right. what that means. But anyways, they do that, and then they call. I mean, they do these like um, calls. The whoop, do the whoop.
0: listen to Rachel's whoop whoop. It's ridiculous. It's
1: not okay. It's whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's
0: whatever. perfect?
1: Yeah, I sound exactly like them. I fit right in. Whoop,
0: whoop, You're gatekeeping. Zeb's yeah. gatekeeping with the I'm jungle law. Fucking oath. I love him. Yeah. Okay. If,
2: well, let me in. I'm a, I'm a proud in. gatekeeper. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, well, we, yeah, we watched the American juggler, which was one, of, like a documentary shot at one of the gatherings of the jugglers, which has been going for like years. It started in 2000 yeah. and they've had like thousands and thousands of people rock up. I think the most they've had in one gathering was like 20,000 people or something. It's crazy. Shit, people come from all over
0: the country for it. They, I would imagine they blow- people come from all over the world.
2: Yeah, I think they, so. They blow money. They lose money on it every single year. Like they they spend all their money like getting you know all these crazy guests and all this crazy bullshit going on. And like, I mean, if if you know, I think they I think there's some marketing stuff about like they know that like they're making the money back through just selling more records and having more jugglers. But like every every year consistently, they blow a bunch of cash mm. on it. Like, yeah. apart from this year, oh, yeah, uh, right. Oh, okay,
0: did it happen this year?
2: No, they canceled it. Oh, there you go. oh well, they probably still Well, actually, movie. I'll get into that later anyway.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. Well, it's run by their record. Yeah, Psychopathic Records. So yeah,
0: it's run by you them, know.
1: Yeah. And they, because it started off being as like a promotional thing for like all of the other bands on the record to kind of like have a concert and like show their work and everything, which was cool. I thought that was a really cool idea. And then, yeah, I did also some also funny little research of like famous jugglers, which these people, I don't know if that's true because who knows. But they're, they say Charlie Sheen is a juggalo. Uh, Elon Musk is apparently I a juggalo.
0: Elon Musk has to be one of those shit can't fucking like um, ironic juggalos. Oh, he yeah. He would have say trolling yeah. on Twitter being a fucking wanker. True. Yeah, I believe that.
1: Yeah, I know. And then Vanilla Ice. That's yeah. cool. That's a funny. I can Chuck
0: so D. see that Chuck D from Public Enemy. Really? I can see that.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean,
0: he appreciates different different things. I guess, yes.
1: I <laughs> He's a cultured man. Uh, and then lots of wrestlers that I don't know the wrestlers, but um, I guess like to round off my part of the research, I found some stuff that is actually really, really lovely and it makes you, I feel, respect the juggler community because there's all of these programs all over America, of like community outreach programs and like charities and stuff run by jugglers, and there's like oh, a really? few. Um, there's like one in Buffalo, New York, which is an outreach program that started in Buffalo's east side. And what they do is, like, they clean up and they run the Hatchet House, which operates 24-7. And it's, like, a helpline referring community members in crisis to services and serves as, like, a base of operations for volunteer work and community service all around the area. And there's, like, heaps of those kind of um, organizations all over America, which is so nice. And they're all run by jugglers. Yeah. It's yeah, really sweet. Mad. Yeah, it's so sweet. It's crazy. I
2: I really I, I was reading this thing. I didn't include it in like my research notes because it, it was just too complicated. But it was like some very um like very uh professorial like um study. And it was really dry, but it was written about like homeless people kind of like finding their juggalo identity and it kind of helping them get through it a little bit, but like yeah, I mean, it's really crazy, you know, how yeah. much of a difference it makes to people. Especially like all these Midwest kids and like, you know, they're all pretty much like working class, like down the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's th- good
1: it's like a nice sense of community. And they as they all say, they're just like it's family. It's all about family.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I think that's all the stuff that I found out.
0: Yeah, my, my, my research was um uh, about uh their, their kind of uh their uh listing as a gang. Uh, by the FBI, which happened in 2011, which I really I was kind of surprised by that. I oh, was that, that early? No, well, uh, see, for me, I thought it would have been earlier than that because you know I thought that they were bigger, kind of in the mid 2000s, early 2000s, something like that.
1: Mm. Yeah, I would assume that too.
0: But yeah, so in t- 2011, the National Gang Intelligence Center uh, did a report for the FBI, uh, naming naming all the kind of active gangs in in the states. And so it had like MS13 and the Mongols and the Bloods and the Crips and all of that kind of stuff on there. And then also, yeah, like
2: serious, like violent, violent gangs.
0: Yeah, serious shit. But then for some reason they put the they put the jugglers in there. And it's really funny. So I'll I'll read you a quote that I that I took from it because they're really like their section is tiny of like against every everybody else's. But um, so. This is what it, like the report says. Most crimes committed by juggalos are sporadic, disorganized, individu- individualistic, and often imbo- involve simple as- assault, personal drug use and possession, petty theft, and vandalism. Which to me sounds like a whole bunch of people committing crimes that like people regularly commit. It's just yeah. Like, well, this is it. They all share exactly. this, this is... one thing, you know, like which is a sort of like a, t- a particular tattoo.
2: But these are kind of like these are just sort of like unorganized, like uh crimes that happen in like kind of low socioeconomic areas like it's not that surprising that juggalos get wrapped up yeah of course
0: yeah Mm. because i mean when your fan base is predominantly like yeah poor like white kids they're gonna be doing shit that poor people do (laughs) yeah for sure
2: my my question that i is is it just like the fbi goes through a bunch of records and like the cops just go oh he was a fucking juggalo and they go i don't know what that is or is it like some targeted like
0: yeah, I don't really know because uh, the the report doesn't really explain how they like decided to designate them as a as like a as a criminal organization.
2: Yeah, right. I could just imagine it's some bureaucrats and like they're completely out of touch and they go through a bunch of like violent crimes, looking for like common denominators and go like they're all all the police are like, oh, there's some freaky fucking juggalo here, like you know, it's obviously some gang thing. I don't, I won't even bother looking into it, which is very. Worry, <laughs> like yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. In I think it was 2014. Um, there was these like four juggalos and uh and Shaggy Two Jope and Violent J ended up getting it on as well. Uh, like went to court to try and I guess like turn over the uh the designation, right? Yeah. And but I'm pretty sure that the court essentially acknowledged that it was kind of a mistake that it was on there, but there was also no real reason to get rid of it. Which is, yeah, really, right. you know, which is just seems really lazy. And, yeah, and I think yeah. that since then, like, the, the jugglers have been making, like, a huge effort to, like, highlight what they are versus, like, a, 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 as not being a gang, you know, as just being, mm. like, a big community that kind of looked pretty funny. Yeah,
2: so, yeah. So aside from the fact that they're not a gang, you know, so that's why you wouldn't want to be considered, like, classified a gang. What what difference does this make, sort of legally speaking? If if you if I'm a juggalo and dude, I'm in it's s- a huge some huge
0: disadvantage, so like you know, uh, well, here I can read you. I'll tell you this, the um like the four the four guys that uh went to like took it to court initially were um uh, what was this uh this is, this is one guy which I think was fantastic. This dude uh, named uh, Mark Parsons. He owned a trucking business in in uh, in Nashville. Oh no, in Knoxville. Sorry. Uh, called juggalo express llc <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so he had like a you know i guess it was like like a truckie and uh, his the side of his semi-trailer had like a massive um hatchet man on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so right, right. he would like regularly get like um you know get pulled over and hassled by the cops and detained and all this kind of shit and then there's some story where these cops like pulled him over and were like where's the hatchet what kind of hatchets have you got in the car? <laughs> <laughs> taking, the, <laughs> taking the symbol really, really literally. But then, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but then uh, there was another guy who like couldn't get into the army because uh, he had a hatchet man tattoo. There was another guy who was in the army who was saying that he was being unfairly uh, disciplined for having a having a, a gang tattoo. And then, but I, th- you know, also like simple things like if you, uh, if you're a parent, like uh, going through a separation, like you. Uh, will probably not get
2: yeah if they can link you to like some yeah exactly i can lose custody
0: over your kid you know it's a yeah damn it's a fucking awful it's
2: it makes a real difference and do you think that there's like is there any from the sources you read is there any speculation of like oh this is an oppression of like uh i don't know working class people or you know like some targeted thing against like white trash or like some bullshit like that
0: yeah, I don't I don't know cuz the the main things that I was reading were the uh like the the actual what was it called like the national gang case of, report, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gang assessment report thing. And then um and then the the court documents from that court case. But um I know that I was watch, I was re- watching an interview with uh, ICP and they were saying that their you know sort of conspiracy theory is that they by going their own way and staying independent it was like they were I guess kind of open to to that yeah, sort of attack, yeah. you know, but because like they weren't really corporately endorsed. I don't know. It's a it's a real it's a fucking shame, and and it really like I think the the report kind of tries to say that they in 2011 were getting more sophisticated as an organized crime unit, but then yeah, right, right. Even then, the the evidence that they have of that by, like by
2: what ridiculous. by just by by taking off their tops and and vomiting on each yeah. other like slightly more than they they used to or whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess it just like things like, you know, like there's a house where there's a whole bunch of people that sells drugs. just like, you know, happens all the time. It just happens that that house is filled with jugglers.
1: Well, I think it's just like I feel like any organisation that has anything to do with the government and law enforcement, they just want to seem like they're doing something. They want to seem like they're enforcing the law and order and so they're just going to pin that on anybody. And if the jugglers are a group of people that people don't understand and look at and be like, oh, they're a bit weird – then it's yeah they're just a scapegoat. It's very easy to just pin that on them, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I think it definitely only, feels like that. And it's I think it's only recently that that uh, jugglers have kind of gotten a, like a particularly sympathetic eye from from uh, anyone outside of the juggler world.
2: Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I think we can base that more on just like our kind of our kind of vibe on it because it it, it does feel like there's not much. They don't supply much evidence of organisation or central organisation. <laughs> no. Um, no.
0: <laughs> They can't really imagine fucking Shaggy 2 Dope and Violet J, like, you know, masterminding any sketchy fucking operation. No, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe
2: like a, maybe like a wrestling organization. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah, something c- constructive. If you look at, yeah, like what they put their time into, it's usually something that's like positive yeah. for, the, for society.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly well, right. clearly. And even the Jugglers are doing that too. Like it's- yeah, I know,
0: yeah, because like they're, they're, they're inspired by like, they got good leadership, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool thing.
1: But it's all based on, I think, that, con- yeah, again, that concept of family and com- community and, like, feeling left out and obviously the the law is not helping that. So they're just going to keep bringing together and, like, you know, making each other realise that they're all they need. They don't need the other people.
0: No, but they kind of do because, like, they're labelled as a, as a criminal organisation. I think that that's like that's why they're kind oh. of opening up the world to right, okay, try yeah. to be understood at this point. I think, yeah, true. But okay. So oh, okay, right. In 2017, there was a there was a Juggalo March in uh, in Washington. Where, like,
2: oh, this is this um uh, like mother of all rallies or what the world's greatest rally? What
0: is it called? Uh yeah, I don't know. I just saw it as Juggalo March.
2: The the one that I saw was it was like on the same day as as a Trump rally. They were okay. there. And they sort of clashed against each other, and they, the oh. media was calling it. The the mother of all rallies. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. We're, I'm not sure if we're talking about the same thing. But yeah. Maybe I. I, I, I but I was. Uh, I was going through the uh, like the uh, Twitter hashtag of uh, Juggalo March and looking at some of the signs and stuff. And one of the people that was there was Ian McKay from uh, Minor Threat and Fragazi. <laughs> was, oh, really? Wow. <laughs> like rolled up in his bike. To was he? Was he wearing the? Was he wearing the no, face there paint? Was no, there was no, yeah, no. 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 So, psychopathic attire
2: that's a missed opportunity for an amazing
0: visual (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah there was oh yeah i love clowns man (laughs) there's some great there's a couple signs that made me laugh a lot like (laughs) things that you know if the jugglers weren't such nice people i'd probably be like a little you know not as into it but uh, judge me by the colour of my... Uh, judge me not by the colour of my face paint. <laughs> <laughs> and Clown lives yeah, right. matter, of course. Clown lives matter. Oh, no. <laughs> American taxpayer juggalo. Clowns not crimes. And then the, my favourite one was a fucking Antifa juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> Great Lakes Antifa. Whoop, whoop, fuck Nazis. <laughs> yeah,
2: they, they that pops up a surprising amount. I found a lot of stuff like that that actually, like... Some of it's sick. I'm, into, I'm super into some of it.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I reckon, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Mm. Yeah, the, uh, and, and yeah, apparently the ACLU like, uh, helped organise that whole that whole march. Oh, really? Yeah, With the Jugglers? Oh, yeah, that's, that's so, so nice. Yeah, I think it was the Michigan ACLU.
1: Oh, good on him. Yeah. Did you feel like there was any kind of prejudice by the media towards any of that at all?
0: Uh I don't think so. I don't know. I was trying to find I was trying to find some articles from twenty eleven when it initially happened. And the only one I found was pretty sympathetic. Like you yeah, know, right. I think I think that anyone that was really paying any attention probably knew that it was unfair, even if they did think that the jugglers and ICP were a massive joke. Mm, okay.
2: Yeah. I think this kind of and this kind of like crosses over into like what I'm gonna talk about in my thing, but I think it really feels like a lot of the articles written about juggalos are uh, like the the attachment to the juggalos is like thought of after the fact when they've already decided what the article's gonna be about. Do you know what I mean? Like so it's yeah, like yeah. Juggalos are this kind of tool to like use as like these awful evil clowns or like, oh are they are they the anti-far we didn't know we needed? Like you know like yeah. the- <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like I kind of get that vibe there. Yeah, they're more of a tool to just kind of put across an agenda and talk about something else.
2: Yeah, exactly. Does that yeah. make sense? So I have like a, I went through like a couple of podcasts and a couple of articles and some interviews and bullshit. The the first thing I listened to was this interview um, in this podcast that's called The Age of Transitions, which I've never heard of. Um, I don't think it's that no like well known. But uh, the blurb reads The Age of Transitions is an original podcast that covers the topics of transhumanism, singularity, (laughs) geopolitics, history, propaganda, mind control, occult symbols, and much more.
1: Wow. And that That gives you a kind of idea about like. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I
2: I don't know though, because like when I scroll through some of the other episodes, read a little like, uh, like there's, personally, you know, out of the like research, uh, like part of this, uh, there was a, there was a little like some of the titles gave me the shivers. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, the, I don't know. So the the occasional sort of go. Well, is is Trump racist? I don't know if we know that. I mean, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. But uh, so the interview was with this kid who's like uh, his name's Murder Cloak, um, and he is like the he runs an uh, Instagram page Juggalos Against Trump. Um, and the interview was going on, he was on the phone and he was in like a, he was in a Walmart in Montana the whole time that they were talking <laughs> and he was basically like his, his spin on it was like, he basically like, uh, sort of identified juggalos as being kind of poor, like, you know, Midwest States, like Ohio and the hotspots that are usually kind of reserved for like, where a lot of the people sort of flip towards Trump. Like that's where they're kind of from. Um, mm. And he he said a couple of times, like I'm not gonna sugarcoat. it. there's a lot of pro Trump jugglers, and he sort of like created the Instagram to like come up against them. He didn't have a lot of followers, he had like fifty followers, and most of them when he was like, "Are you guys even jugglers?" they were like, What is a juggler oh. like, kind of <laughs> his page was kind of just like this sort of shit posting for like a Bernie Sanders or whatever like that
0: yeah right
2: okay so he he's so I started off from there and then kind of was like, okay, I'm gonna like going into the social media stuff." I found that like, it kind of goes like that where, you know, there's a page called Struggalos, uh Circus and it's like a Twitter page and it's it's super anti far and super left and very organisational, um, and it's got about a thousand followers. And on the other side, there's Juggalo's of Trump on Facebook and it's just super into Trump and and mm. there's, they've got a thousand followers as well. Okay. Um, right. And it's it's there's not much in terms of the socials like you know I mean it's just like. Any page that's pro Trump or or pro, it has some sort of like lefty like uh like side to it. It's just you know the same. It's like a dissection of like what we already know. Like there's nothing that sort of makes it unique because they're juggalos. They're just sort of people in America, and and it sounds just insanely familiar.
0: Yeah, um, sure. yeah, makes a lot of sense.
2: So the Mur- murder cloak, like the head of the Instagram page, was sort of like sort of like uh, he w- when they asked like why ICP uh, ICB considered kind of left, he. So of pointed out a few songs, um, the first one that pops up a lot is, like, uh, Your Rebel Flag, which is mm-hmm. like a, uh, it's like a song, kind of like, it's one of their early songs, and it's just about, like, uh, how they don't like Hicks, and um, there's lyrics like, is listening down south, I'm up and I'm heading for the south, fixing to put a run of buckshot in your mouth and blow the back of your <laughs> fucking neck loose. And then the other one he mentioned was chicken hunting, which also pops up a lot in these articles, which is, well, I'm heading down a southern trail. I'm going chicken hunting, chopping redneck chicken necks. I ain't saying nothing to the hillbilly stuck my barrel in his eye. Boom shucker, boom shucker, hair (laughs) jumps in the sky.
0: It's very icy. Like
2: it's, yeah, it's kind of, and kind of like what I'm getting initially, there's another song called pork pie and that's just about killing rich people, but like a a lot of their lyrics that they point to is, is just that they don't like hillbillies. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't find anything that was particularly, like, out-and-out, out, like, anti-racist, like, lyrically, at least, in their, in their music. I read, like, a bunch of articles that were, like, the same, this sort of slew of articles around, like, 2017 that was, like, um, they're surprisingly lefty for what should be Trump supporters. And I, I found a lot of them, like, the one I read was, like, a Vox one, but there's a bunch that are kind of exactly the same. It's surprising that all these poor people don't love Trump. like oh my god and and then like they've they've done some stuff like they've brought back these uh old merch shirts um that like were the anti-confederate flag shirts that they used to have in the 90s and they're like uh burning confederate flags on stage back then as well and like uh they canceled the gathering this year which was cool but um when i really like then i sort of really wanted to like get into like I'm just going to like listen to an actual interview with i c p because I wanted to know from their mouth like uh you know like what do they actually talk about like what because all these articles like are kind of just talking about the general climate of them and not so much like what they've actually come out and said,
1: yeah, right,
2: so I listened to this interview with them, and this guy called uh no Jumper who I've never heard of he's like some uh, famous that guy's youtuber a
0: fucking wanker. Yeah, that... Nasty dude.
2: There was a Rolling Stone article that toted him as like, bragged about him as a... He's a BMX blogger and former criminal. <laughs> so there was, like... But it was just, like, an interview with them just to kind of about their whole career or whatever. And, like, what I found from ICP is, like... I mean, they're just fucking rappers. Like, they, they, there's a lot of casual homophobia... Just in terms of like no gay shit and like, oh, we're not, we're friends, but we're not gay, man. And like, you know, like, oh, you know, they used like gay slurs back in the 90s. Um, Mm. They came out like, they came out on like a blog post and sort of apologized for it. And like, I don't know. I mean, like, it was one of those 90s things, but um, it's good that they apologized, I suppose. But like, I still found them to be quite casually homophobic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: But just, I mean, you know, like, not that it makes it better or worse, but, I mean, they're rappers. Like, I, I don't, like, I, I kind of feel like there's a lot of articles that are painting them to be these sort of, like, very, like, to intellectualize them or to um, mm. paint them as some kind of, like, voice for the left or the right or whatever. But, they, I mean, they're really, like, just, they just say a lot of dodgy shit and they don't, they don't seem to really care that much about politics from the interviews I heard. They were mostly just talking about rap and wrestling.
0: Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And a voice of jugglers, and that's kind of it.
2: Yeah, like I, I couldn't find them talking much about racism or like anything to do with like Black Lives Matter. Okay. But then um like I feel like there's a sort of like and I know I almost call it classist like uh, way that some people deal with it. Like there was this awful um Jim Jeffries who I just don't like. I mean that's my bias, but like I just uh, this awful Jim Jeffries show interview from like this year where they were kind of coming out of it. I guess it was like loosely related to the gang thing. Um And he, like, wouldn't let them talk at all. And, like, even when he was making fun of them, making jokes, making his funny little jokes, and then they'd pop in and they'd say, like, yeah, we, we're we very aware of who we are. We know people make fun of us. Like, you know, we, we've been around for a long time. We're not stupid. And he'd sort of interrupt them and be like, say something like, have you ever considered being called the uh, reasonable clown posse? And it's like. Oh, God. And, and I kind of feel like there's there's, this is my spin on it, but I feel like there's an inherent, like, classism of like oh they look stupid and uh they're kind of proud of being stupid in a way so like they're stupid and we shouldn't listen to anything that they say yeah no
1: I get that vibe for sure sure. like and it's horrible and it's just so gross that people you know make those judgments and then go to just then treat them that way you know like obviously from that interview that's exactly how this guy viewed them and so treated them exactly the way Without even paying respect to the fact yeah, that it well, was an I mean, interview, yeah. and like
0: come into the interview yeah 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 exactly it's... what you're going to say to him regardless. Of what exactly. That. Exactly. And
2: I, I know, you know, I mean Jim Jim Jeffries is no like Robert Frost. I know that he's just there to sort of put on his cool Australian accent and be very, very 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 funny about guns or whatever. But like I don't know. I just I I did find that generally there's a couple of articles I can point to where I feel like they're sort of talked about more than like explored. Um, so 2006, some like piece of shit called Jacob Robida like attacked a gay bar in Massachusetts, and the band manager uh, posted something on the website. Um, it's a, it's quite obvious this guy had no clue what being a juggalo is all about. Um, and then it goes on to just say like, talk about how like, oh, this doesn't sit at all with the values of uh, ICP. They're never ever down with racism. Um, they did it because they're a neo-Nazi and and not not because they're a juggalo. Which should, be, which should be just the done thing, uh, to me anyway. I think it's kind of like su- almost surprising from like a rap group that really doesn't need to at all.
1: Yeah, very true. But I guess it sounds like from what you're saying, Tom, that they kind of come out about something political when something happens. Yeah, it's like they ha- of kind of have to. Yeah, so they have to kind of say something and have some sort of reaction. And at least, I guess, yeah, they're coming out on the science, good side. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah
2: you know like a couple of different articles focused on like the sexism within the juggalo community and i mean all of them acknowledge that like the juggalos do a lot of dumb shit and have a lot of dumb views and there's definitely like trumper juggalos and whatever like but th- there is like i mean listening to the no jumper interview it's like you can you could there's a lot of casual sexism there's a lot of like I don't know, discuss, like, these fans are gross, these fans are hot or whatever, or, like, oh, we used to fuck bitches at copy to get flyers done cheap and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I th- but uh, like, you know, and I think, like, a lot of the articles, uh, there was one Guardian, one I read from 2010, I didn't include in my notes, that was very, like, I don't know, pointed to a bunch of, like, situations where there's been some pretty apparent sexism in, like, the, the Juggalo community um there is a feminist group like a quite like organized feminist group called uh, let us respect there's a vice article written about that in 2015 uh it's founded by this this lady called Rachel Paul who grew up in like inner city philly um her spin on it it's all kind of like it's a lot of it comes through like sex positivity cuz like there's a lot of sort of nu- free nudity and um like you know showing your body and stuff like at the at the juggalo festivals and it's really like a, her spin on it is like it's really like about being proud to be a woman like there's a quote i have here from her like juggalos are super smart super intelligent super loving they'll give you their shirt off their back and show their titties and that's kind of like <laughs> her spin on like that's that's mostly let us respect like they have a lot of like uh community-based like um initiatives but she also was kind of critical of like um uh, several of the juggle juggalo traditions like there's a one of their sort of chances. is show us your tits and they and they do a yeah. lot of that like there was a um the, like talent show panel thing and it was run by ron jeremy the porn star for a little while and um she was kind of lobbying to get it kind of removed or changed because there was like something all kinds of disgusting things were happening like he was sort of di- encouraging girls to like get off the stage if they didn't you know like use a can of fuego as a dildo and like um yeah like you're instantly disqualified if you don't do that and like he's he's just like kind of gross and like the whole feeling around the talent show was always kind of stuff like that so she was lobbying to like get it changed and ron jeremy got banned um she had some other ideas about like let's make it more based around like showing juggalettes as like the people they are and like if they want to show their bodies it's up to them Yeah, which i feel like was kind of Sort of listened to, um, and then there's this uh, this Taylor Tequila thing, who is, is a fascinatingly awful person. She
0: is a character because isn't she? Oh she's like God. a flat earther, and she's got a bunch of weird shit. And she was married to fucking Billy Corgan, wasn't she? She's
2: she's a f- like full on Nazi now, like a yeah, massive that's, Nazi. Yeah, no,
0: th- yeah, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, I thought that she was. <laughs> She's oh, like, a, like a
2: singer and like an entertainment figure. Um, I'd never heard of her before this, but I've recognized her name. Um, in 2012, she had like an aneurysm. I think it was like a drug overdose. Um, oh gosh. And it was kind of after that that she sort of like, I mean, she was always very outspoken and kind of a bit mad. But then after that, it became right. like progressively more and more deep into, like, Nazi propaganda and, like, deep, deep, deep anti-Semitism that just continues to sort of tumble further and further, which I think some people have speculated has a lot to do with the aneurysm, but I don't know uh, that much about it. Um, But, uh, yeah, for all the... the, You know, I read a lot of, like, oh, fuck Tila Tequila, she's a Nazi. And, yeah, fuck her. But, like, I mean, uh, the the Juggalo concert was in 2010. She was, like, pelted with fuego cans and, like, human shit like and um oh my God. they really like the fans really bruised up her face and she was covered in like scars Jesus. and was going to take legal action um and That's it was brought up in the no jumper interview i listened to and their reaction was like oh don't bring that up it was her fault you know like she spelt clowns wrong before she came in on her twitter and like, like that really pisses off the juggalos and you know, uh, they, are they, like, you know, Oh, George, like, we've had so many celebrities come through. Some can handle our fans and some kind. Like, George Clinton, he was fine. And, you know, like, Buster Rhymes, he was fine. Um, it's her problem. And, like, they they did mention that, like, they always warned all their, like, guests, like, oh, our fans could do this if they start doing it. You know, we're going to pay you up front and, like, get off stage as soon as you feel like you need to. Like, but, um, yeah, I don't know. They're, I just found, like, their response was very, like... Fuck her, she's a hoe. You know, she she's yeah. trying to get out of it right. by showing her titties and and us juggalos, okay. we're not so easily swung. So mm. yeah, I think like okay. there's a definite there's a definite issue with sexism in the juggalo yeah. community. Um But coming back to the the initial interview I listened to with the uh, with Murder Cloak, um I kind of feel like in terms of their actual politics and what they actually stand for, like I feel like he was kind of a good example of like why juggalos are important to like people in these communities. Cause he like he lives in like a, a Native American reservation, this murder cloak guy, the get like juggalos against Trump Instagram guy. Yep. Um and he's like, you know, uh he's like he's ninety percent salish and he lives in like uh Montana in like a Indian reservation. And he was sort of like like I really i, I like one of the juggalos is as well. I think Shaggy Two Dope is like part Cherokee. But he's, like, really, like, these kind of communities of, uh, like, my home in a, in a place which I find to be quite, like, casually racist. And, like, it's really important to him that, like, um, that like you know, people like him can kind of find a community that's very inclusive. And I think that's – I don't think that there's some new face of Antifa, but I think this is kind of what it's all about. Like, their politics are really quite simple. they They just don't – they're not into racism and they're not into – they're not into racism but that's about as far as it goes they just think it's dumb there's an article that i think of all the ones that i read the most that that, like lines in with what i've come to kind of believe about uh the juggalos politically is this one on um the hard noise which is like the more serious music blog from uh, hard times net that like it's not a comedy one um it's like all it's sort of All about like how the you know how the juggalos got to be an ICP got to be kind of co opted by the left and and I kind of feel like it kind of like really aligned with a lot of my views and there's a quote uh there's a quote from Shaggy Two Dope here I got from that which is um we're not a political group we're just not racist motherfuckers I hear racist shit but I'm out the loop on that shit I don't understand how someone could be that shit just doesn't compute with me and it's like yeah I kind of feel like. It's just, it's it's a lot more simple than I had initially thought, and um, I don't know if I agree with a lot of the, I don't know, like just sort of plugging juggalos as believing in in this or that. When really, it's just like it's not so much about what they they do believe, and they have these complex belief systems. It's it's just that like they they're not into racism, they don't like hicks, um, and uh, and that's about it. It's kind of as simple as that, I think, anyway. But it, yeah, all in all like I don't know, what did you guys take from like what what has changed? What changed you maybe about like the research?
0: Well, I think I think between the research and then also just like this conversation. I think yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I'm I I feel like my impression of them is a little clearer, you know? And I think that like coming from both the like super op- optimistic ICP, the jugglers are the are the best people ever. As well as the kind of like they're just a bunch of fucking idiots. I've now I feel like I've got a much clearer picture of what they actually are, which is just something in between. Just regular people <laughs> who like a band. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I come maybe not so much that I would say like, first of all, coming from like not knowing anything at all and now knowing like everything. I think I yeah, yeah I kind of view them as just an interesting group of people that have interesting, weird interests. (laughs) Um, They are a little bit problematic at times, but I feel like that's kind of with most people. Everyone has some sort of iffy political stance about something. Um, But I'm also like, you know, they can do whatever they want to do as long as they...
2: I think I found what kind of surprised me was when I first, like when I listened back to our initial discussion about it, It's kind of exactly what I feel like the, like, why I want to do a show like this. Because if I was sitting in a bar, that's exactly the way I would discuss them. And I kind of feel like it kind of came with the inherent, like, uh, misconception or, you know, maybe it's a classist thing. I don't know. But that this idea that, like, oh, you know, they're just, they're they're disgusting hicks and they're dumb, you know, and, um, and I mean, like, I think that they're, they're a lot more complex and a lot more simple than that. And I kind of see that, like, in myself a little bit. Like, and I really feel like the research helped me just sort of, I don't know, like, maybe even not be so cynical about, like, uh, simple things or, or, or to intellectualize uh, them in any way. Because I think that they that happens quite a lot when it comes to something like ICP. And I don't always think it's that positive. Um, yeah, for positive.
0: sure.
1: No, I agree. I think, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I guess don't judge a book by the by its face, face Face, face <laughs> paint, no, its face exactly.
0: paint. By its psychopathic uh, makeup. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. I think it takes away a lot about what they stand for as well. Like if they were privy to these ideas that everyone's intellectualizing them, they'd probably be like, what? <laughs> Why?" You yeah,
0: that's this? what it really seems it like. Even maybe this, this very podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe. No, if
1: someone heard this, they'd be like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> I, I wanted to, I mean, leave it on uh, my new favorite um, ICP lyric.
2: Okay, sure. Go, Go ahead. Go on, Zip.
0: Which is uh, from that same Miracle song. I think last time I was calling it Mysteries, but I'm pretty, but it's called Miracles, the, the fucking magnets, how do they work track. There's a line in there that I think's better than the fucking magnets how do they work, and it's I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay, it tried to eat my cell phone, he ran away.
2: Wonderful.
1: <laughs> that, that was great. I just <laughs>
2: love
0: it's that just that it's lyric a lyrics so much. <laughs> and what's do doing feeding a fish to a pelican?
2: Exactly. And th- these maybe
1: are, the pelican was hungry.
2: These are the these are the real these are the real mysteries, you know.
1: All right, so that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in and listening to us ramble on. We'll be back next week with some more intriguing insights. If you'd like to check out more on what we're doing, you can check us out online at on Instagram at Opheads Podcast. You can also see more of my work with Pock Magazine at pocmag.com and on Instagram at pocmag.
2: And all my stuff, I've got some books that you can follow at uh, Coward Space on Instagram that's got a little uh, underscore or cowardspace.com without an underscore. There's no underscore. Zeb, do you have anything to plug?
0: (laughs) Not really, no. Okay. (laughs) You might be able to find me on Twitter somewhere if you look hard enough, and if you know what I look like.
2: (laughs) Spooky. Okay, guys. See you next Uh, week. Okay. Bye. 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 Okay, I'm gonna look for batteries. Oh, actually, Uh, yeah, no, I am. I'm gonna look for batteries. I'll come back in the chat. Good morning, sir. How How are you?